0: Welcome back to another episode of Excuse My Grandma. It's Kim and my co-host.
1: And my gal.
0: So this week we're going to have a conversation all about food.
1: Oh, this is your favorite kind of thing. You Why love, do you say that? Because you love to go to different restaurants and you love to see who's eating what. So this should be very interesting.
0: And people get major brownie points when they pick good restaurants, for sure.
1: Well, wait a minute. You're one of your best, of course, it's not a, any date that you're dating now, but one of the most creative ones was somebody who did a picnic basket on the beach for you in Florida. I thought that was one of the coolest things I had ever heard. To and, do a picnic? Didn't he do a picnic on the beach sushi i don't remember yeah but it was a good sushi restaurant
0: (laughs) it wasn't like i made you a tuna fish sandwich i don't think i would have liked that no i like picnics but i'm just saying like good food is important to me
1: exactly it's all and it's also about the presentation yes i mean that to me is the most important thing i i I think actually what my favorite restaurants are the, the ones that have the prettiest um I guess backdrops. I like to look at at the water. I love to go to the boathouse in Central Park. because um, my favorite restaurants are the ones that are really ugly and just are in some kind of brownstone where you don't see anything and no lights, no nothing, but the food's delicious. Right. So, but that's different than going on a date uh um in a restaurant i mm-hmm. think if i was um dating now i'd like to have a little more atmosphere and not care that much about the food cuz you're really not going to eat that much anyway when you're date when you're on a date
0: what if you are really really hungry though and then you get to the date and then like i feel like i've gone on dates where they're like, do you want to just split like an appetizer? I ate before. And I'm like,
1: no. Well, I think that's, I remember my when I was dating, which was in the prehistoric ages, mm-hmm. I used to eat a little something before I went out. My mother used to say, don't be hungry on a date. Always have a little snack at home first. So I, I'm not sure what the actual protocol is, but I do think the atmosphere is like 80% of, what, uh, of what's important to me and 20% is the food because mm-hmm. I really don't care.
0: hmm Do you have any restaurants you would recommend to people in New York City?
1: Uh, Well, I like everything. But I love what New York City has done with all the outdoor dining. I think uh, Serafina did a great job. Um, I think... uh, Well, we go to Nectar this... Oh, that's my favorite though, but it's the worst atmosphere, but it's It's all right. Just a diner. George worked very hard. He put up two flower pots and he's got the best uh, Cobb wraps in town. It's the most
0: overpriced diner in
1: the United States of America. But we love it and we want him to stay and we want him to stay in business. So we go no matter what. Mm-hmm. And it's very convenient uptown. That's true. To our house, and there are very few places like where you live. We can't find a, a coffee shop. No, that's almost like a dying <laughs> breed. I don't know where all the coffee shops have gone. I guess they couldn't pay the rents.
0: No, there are definitely coffee shops throughout New York City. Have you heard of this La Colombe? No. People, we're gonna get shit for this because, like, a, it's a very popular coffee shop. Or like, you know, it's a chain. I think or there's a few of them throughout the city and people love it. But I didn't know what that was. And I think it's like saying like, what's Starbucks? Like, oh, I, I don't know where
1: it is. Do you,
0: Where are they located? I know there's two on the Lower East Side. Okay. Well, I'm not but, sure about the others. All
1: right. Well, I have, well, you know, I'm the last to know.
0: Okay. I'm looking up how many law columns there are. Oh, there's 30 locations.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: But all not, in New York City? No, New York, Boston, California, Chicago, D.C. Oh, so it's a chain. Yeah, there's eight in New York, Bryant Park, Soho. Oh, so they're mostly downtown. Tribeca, so- Wall Street, NoHo, Hudson. Well, they yeah. here with the they're young all people down, are. They're all downtown. And
1: what's the menu? Except
0: for there's one 40th and 6th. Um, I'm pretty sure it's just coffee.
1: Okay. All right. Enough. I don't know.
0: I apparently, like it's crazy that we don't know what this is. Okay.
1: Well, you're not a lover of coffee, so why would yeah, you... Yeah, well, I drink coffee every right. morning. Okay. Um,
0: well, I you're not it, going
1: down to the West Village to have a cup of coffee? No. So I need you. a... I just use the espresso. <laughs> right. <laughs> I <was> just <laughs> going to say. I mean, it's a bit much. If you're working in the area where these are, I'm sure we yeah. would know about it. I dated
0: someone once who was a coffee snob. Like, it's not even in a bad way, but like the, the guy was like, I will only drink um, like coffee my own ground coffee beans from this region oh my
1: this is too much this is too much
0: yeah i mean it's kind of cool but it's a, like if you're going to do that don't look down on people who use the Keurig and espresso <laughs> like we're n- we're not that bad of a
1: of a species. species no
0: no there's the people who are obsessed with coffee people who are obsessed with wine
1: Correct. Poppy. Poppy likes wine. Oh, he used to. Well, he went to all kinds of uh, uh, classes to learn about red wine mm-hmm. and white wine. Yeah, I mean, he loves it. Uh, but none of us can drink it very much anymore. So we've we've stopped buying it, and we we used to have loads of red wine in our cellar, but. Um, yeah, it's, it was a wonderful thing. We used to go to on vacations and go to all the different restaurants and we'd go sometimes to a four-star for lunch and a four-star for dinner. And Have I, you done like the Napa trip? I was in Napa many years ago. We've mm-hmm. done all of that. It's great because, I mean, we love food and we love wine, but I couldn't do it anymore. I mean, I must honestly say you got to do it when you're young because yeah. the, uh, first of all, my tolerance for liquor is zero. But you know what? Sometimes I
0: wonder like when it's a better bottle of wine... Like if you don't get as drunk,
1: you don't get as drunk because the tannins are not as strong. Yeah, but you still get. You s- <laughs> Everyone's like, "You idiot!" Everyone knows that. <laughs> like, oh, sorry.
0: Because <laughs> like this guy I'm dating is so into wine, and like we split a bottle, and I don't even feel anything.
1: Oh, well, I don't. I wouldn't drink more than uh, I wouldn't drink a whole a whole bottle myself. I think you should. T- uh, yourself. Remember your grandma never could hold more than two glasses. Yeah, mom said that you would be like in the toilet. I would be, I would be dead. Home. I would be on the cold floor and, and I was already married with children and mm-hmm. I would be d- dead because Poppy used to like to have white wine, red wine and after dinner drink and pour oh, wow. and all that stuff. And I would keep up with it until a certain point, And yeah. then I was gone. Then I was gone. And then I was sick. So I would end mm-hmm. up never really doing it again for a couple of months. And then I'd forget. With leg like memories- Cancer treatment—you don't do well. Once you, don't you have drink. cancer, you don't—you don't—you're not supposed to drink very much mm-hmm. anymore. It's mm-hmm. Very not good for you. I don't think alcohol is good for anybody really. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's more a than one glass. It's it's all right to have it and chill out a little bit, but I think excessive drinking certainly doesn't lead to good health
0: yeah although there are all those studies that's like a glass of wine a day
1: keeps the doctor away well I never heard that I think that's an apple no no it's
0: they they say that with red wine oh all right I don't really know um I find it funny like the couples like when you're out at a restaurant um looking at other couples at dinner tables like some just sit and eat in silence the entire time some like those are the
1: married ones (laughs) <laughs> yeah but but i don't know well, they've already said they've already said everything before <laughs> and they probably just want to eat dinner and go home and go watch netflix i
0: guess so you mean you're you've been in that situation like you'll be at a table and
1: oh, with sometimes. and it's just well sometimes that happens to every couple yeah. you've either had a bad day or you're you have nothing to say right <laughs> but yeah i remember like that
0: started to happen to me in my like long relationship by the end. And I was like, mm, I don't know if at like 23, I'm ready to just like not be able to have any more dinner conversations. No, I think by,
1: if by 23, you should have plenty to say. Yeah. Certainly by 25, you should certainly still be talking.
0: I wanted to talk a little bit about like Jewish food and like how food is part of like family and culture.
1: I think Jewish food is just a, a, a matter of, um, depends from region to region. I think what is more important is that it, the meals center around the family. So if you're from an Italian region and and be Jewish, there would be a certain, like artichokes with garlic and, and uh, different things, uh, uh, antipasto. If mm-hmm. you were from France, it would be a different type of cuisine. But it's basically what families have around the table is the camaraderie and talk about their days and talk about their problems. And I think that was very, very important and still, unfortunately, uh, should be important, but because of the generational issues and that kids go off to different areas and don't really come back to where the family originates from, which is just normal now, um, it's it's hard to have these kind of uh, family dinners. And so Thanksgiving or the Jewish holidays or Easter or whatever you celebrate tends to be a focus of where families get together and celebrate food because food brings people together.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Are there any favorite dishes from our culture that you particularly like?
1: Well, I, I used to like food most when my grandmother made it. So I have to honestly say, I think I remember those are the foods that I remember as a child. Mm -hmm. As a child, I used to love to smell in her kitchen, the stuffed cabbage cooking. Uh, That was something which she was a wonderful cook. Um, That was my favorite. One of the other things that she made that was absolutely delicious was she made a banana uh, cake that was Really, I don't know how anybody else makes it, but hers was tasted so much better than my mother's or mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever she put in, it must have been a secret ingredient. Um, but I think the most important things are the memories that you associate mm-hmm. with the food, and whether it be Hanukkah and you re- and you remember the potato pancakes dipped in the f- in the applesauce. Right. I mean, all those things bring back memories right. more so than the food. The food probably really, in it retrospect, sucks. was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and we and we used to criticize whether the pot roast or the oh, or the brisket or um, right. however you called it while you're, you're it eating it it's like dog right. food but, but it, in, in, uh, in Reg- it wasn't Regist so good yeah <laughs> or it was too dry or it was too uh, well even much if it was gravy. amazing
0: we would find a way to complain I exactly feel, well that's
1: so. part of the that's part of the uh, the conversation was complaining yes
0: so those dishes a lot of them you learned from. Well, like I think you learn. You, you, you make learn now, from or? your.
1: Yeah, I think you learn from your mother, and her, her. She learned from her mother, and those get handed well, wh- down. What do you make now? That a reservation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't haven't have any, cooked in a while. I, I haven't cooked in a while because you know when uh, my kids were young, I used to cook every day, and I would make we'd have dinner on the table every night. Now none of it was all that great, but I made a wicked lamb chop. I mean, it was a very good lamb chop.
0: Let's get into our conversation today with Jeremy Jacobowitz. He is a food blogger. Um, I just showed you some of his. Pictures on Instagram. Yeah, he looks so
1: fun. It's just of course, such a good job, right? To just, well, it's a good job. We have to see what he thinks about it. Yeah. So let's hear what he has to say. Okay. Okay. We are joined
0: by Jeremy Jacobowitz. He is a food blogger, a content creator. I love following him.
1: Thanks for being with us on Excuse My Grandma.
2: Yeah. Excited to meet you guys. Yeah.
1: And I, we watched it. I, Kimmy showed me a few things and I love Bobby Flay. So I heard you were uh, with him for a while and I can't wait to hear about that.
2: Yeah. Bobby's the dude. I was his, I was his PA for a number of years. So I was like his assistant on set, uh, for like non TV people. And it was the best job I'll ever have way more. This job is fun. Uh, but it was such a unique and crazy experience. Just being able to be around someone like that. So successful and so cool and so incredible. And like, that was the biggest learning experience on every level for, -hmm. for, for me.
1: Right. I love his barbecues. That was the best. He made the best barbecues. <laughs> he beat everyone, Kimmy. There was nobody there. Yeah, he, <laughs> never, he, never, he never lost. <laughs> so
0: funny. Um, did you always love food? Like, was it something ingrained in your family life? Or how did you kind of like decide to go into that?
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, food is always an important part of my life uh, just because I liked eating food. Um, but it, that, that was really from my mom. She always stressed that, uh, I had to try everything like that was like the number one rule of like, you know, little kids like don't want to eat anything, but she was mm-hmm. like, put it in your mouth. And if you don't want it, you can spit it out. And I never spit it out. Um, <laughs> but even like the first solid food I ever ate, not that I remember this, but obviously this is a story so is that low compared tell yeah. so, me the first solid food I ever ate was Chinese food. It was like mushy pork or something. Really?
1: that's So it's like that,
2: that sort of like set the trend, obviously for a lot of what I do now, but there's a no thought to to work in food necessarily. Like I love food, I cooked growing up, but even like, I would say like, I cooked because I was hungry. Like my mm-hmm. parents worked and I would just be hungry. So I'd have to
1: make dinner.
0: Wait, grandma, was I ever a picky eater?
1: I, no, I think you were actually a good eater. You liked, you liked food.
0: Oh yeah, no. I still do. I just <laughs> didn't know if that was like that <laughs> no, I don't. I
1: don't think you were, well, who knows? Your mother wasn't such a great cook. So you didn't have that many choices. <laughs> you had pasta and you, and you ate it. Yeah,
0: I feel like I was in like early Like, late 90s, early 2000s, I feel like it was very much the time of, like, Pop-Tarts and Entenmann's and, like, all those processed foods. Oh,
2: yeah. I mean, even – my my mom was pretty strict about what was in the house, but, like, it was the 90s. Everything in the house was, looking back, terrible for you. Yeah. Uh, But she definitely stressed. Like, it was definitely, like, a no-soda house. Like, we were definitely that – that family.
1: Oh, you would get along with her, Kimmy, because you're very strict. Yeah, I, I like all the <laughs> junk. You, you, I like the She's hostess. Tw- I eat junk. I love it. <laughs> hostess Twinkies are my thing.
0: <laughs> it's so bad, Jeremy. I don't know if you would like love this or hate this about her, but she literally like will go out to lunch and she'll be like, I'll have the pancakes, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a Diet Coke. Thank you. And I'm like, are I mean- we 12? <laughs>
2: I, re- I respect, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be my order, but I respect yeah. it.
1: <laughs> it's a big fight. <laughs> We're not good on ordering together. That's for sure. So What's bad. funny
2: about my, my grandmother, what she used to do was she, she was like, she did never wanted to like admit that she wanted food. So we would sit down, you know, go to diner or whatever. And she would be like, well, what are you getting? What do you, uh, question everybody, what they're getting. And she's like, I'll I'll just have like a small side salad. She's like, but he's going to have this and he's going to have this. And then she'd eat off of everybody's plate. So she didn't really eat it, Yeah, but yeah, she, that that was her way. There were no calories involved. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like when
0: calories don't count when you're standing up, like when you're in the kitchen and you're just grabbing everything, like you feel like it's not going to count. So going back a little bit, since this is a dating podcast, Tell us about your current relationship status and a little bit about your relationship history.
2: (laughs) Sure. Well, sure. So it's easy. (laughs) Uh, uh, I am single. Uh, I've only honestly had one girlfriend my entire life and that was... Nine years ago, something like that. All right. Uh, so then yeah, there, there you go. There's the history. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I, who cares? <laughs> like close. I would say this year this year came the closest to then having another relationship, but that that did not work out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that that's it.
0: Did you ever get pressure from your grandma that you were just talking about, or even from your parents when it comes to like settling down or finding someone? Uh,
2: Definitely my mom. Uh, my mm-hmm. m- m- my grandmother sadly passed away much much earlier than than she would have, uh, you know, been upset about it. Mm-hmm. My mom certainly. My mom tries to like be passive aggressive about it. She'll be like, she'll like call me on it's like some holiday, the uh, July Fourth. Say, right. <laughs> oh, what are you doing for July Fourth? It's like I don't. Maybe I don't do this. Whatever. She's like, ah. Oh, such a shame. I'm like, oh, what's a shame? She's like, you know these these are the days that you know it's nice to just have someone in your life with. I'm like, Jesus
1: Christ. I'm more interested where you are going to eat because that's what we like to do. You're based in the city. Yeah. Yep. I'm in Brooklyn. And you're in Brooklyn. Oh, that's the hot mm-hmm. spot to be. <laughs> <laughs> and what's your favorite favorite place in Brooklyn to let's say get a snack?
2: Okay. So to get a snack, actually it's in my building, it's a place called Meckleburg's. So it's a second location. It used, it was just the way to describe it is like, it's an old school market ish mixed with new school hipster vibes. So it's like everything you could ever imagine they have from like, it's a bar and a restaurant and a grocery store and a market and a coffee shop. They have literally everything. And I go there like three to four times a day because I have like healthy stuff and indulgent stuff and normal stuff and weird stuff and whatever. And I, I I love it. I can't recommend it. I get like a tuna sandwich there every day.
0: (laughs) That's great. Well, since you like obviously have to eat out a lot for food blogging and things like that, like I'm guessing you do go by yourself a lot of the time, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, what I do basically the way I get my content is Mm -hmm. I don't. Like uh, for the most part, food influencer people like do comp meals and like they'll go, they'll have the meal, they'll experience it. And they'll just like take some photos, do whatever video mm-hmm. they, they can. I don't do that. I uh, actually don't really do comp meals at all. The way I get my content is I, I base it all off of like what I did in TV. So I set up a shoot, I go in the kitchen, normally they're closed, honestly. So yeah, I'm by myself, but. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the kitchen filming with the chef. I'm seeing how dishes made. I'll go sit up front, I'll taste it on camera, and then I'll get the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. I did it for a few reasons. One, just filming wise and content wise, it's so much easier for me to get what I want by doing it that way. And two, just for like, it's just too much food. Like when you do a cotton meal, it's just mm-hmm. like, I'm very appreciative and it's amazing that they want to send out a thousand dishes. But you know, when you do that for eight years straight, you're just like, I can't enjoy it. Like you can't enjoy it anymore. And also I just like want to enjoy restaurants. Like I'll go there and do stories and take some quick stuff. Cause I always want to support anywhere I go, but I'd like, I'd rather just pay for this meal and, and like, not worry about like getting the perfect shot or getting this or getting that. And maybe i go there and like, I have a few too many drinks and I'm not taking any photos. Like I would feel terrible if it was a caught meal and like they were expecting like good photography and right. you know, there I am with like, five drinks in or whatever. So I, I, I try and split them off with like shoots for main content And then if I want to go out and enjoy a restaurant, great, Mm -hmm. let's go out and enjoy it. I'm happy to pay for it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I used to be a PA at New York Live at NBC, and we would Mm. always go on field shoots at like all these different restaurants. And I loved it because the reporter would like have one tiny bite and then give it to us, like whatever (laughs) she was eating. So that was exactly. (laughs) So when it comes to date spots in New York City. Um, do you have go-to places maybe for a first date, some like that kind of vibe. And then also something like your favorite restaurant to take someone when you're a little bit, maybe more serious. Yeah. We need help. Uh,
1: the need audience help? Need, no the audience needs help. Oh, the help audience there. needs They're help. No, he need- doesn't need any help. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need any help. But the audience definitely calls in and asks for help.
2: So my pro here's here's my approach to to, to first dates specifically, because as mm. I said, I only had one girlfriend. So it's mostly first dates. <laughs> yeah. Uh I'm not I like just drinks on a first date. I think that it it depends. Like if I'm going out with someone that I sort of know in some way i've mm-hmm. met them in my life and then cool let's go get dinner whatever like i'd rather go have a real experience if i'm just meeting them for the first time because it's an app or whatever i don't know um i'd rather go get drinks Is one it's like no pressure then it could last one drink who cares or it could have a thousand drinks who cares um and it just like is an easier date um one of my favorite i love mp on apple store uh it's in the east village so it's like pretty century low because because I'm in Williamsburg, like Central is like East Village. Like if you live in the Upper West Side, probably yeah. it's like, eh, I'm not going to go out with them anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> it's <laughs> I'm 34 now. I'm like, I know what I want. It's, I, too I, I it's never going to happen.
1: You sound like Kramer <laughs> in Seinfeld. Yeah, it's the exactly. the world. Uh-huh. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Long distance relationship. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, But they, so that I love tequila. I just always want to drink tequila. So they have amazing margaritas. They have amazing drinks, great tequila. And if you like the date is going well, they have like a bunch of tacos and snacks and you could get food if you want it. So it's like the perfect mix. And it's very chill. It's never crazy. You could use, it's very easy to get to see. I also never want to stand on a date. Like I want to make sure I'm as comfortable as possible. And like Mm. standing on a date is a nightmare to me. Like you want to sit and true? be comfortable and chit chat. I don't like being you know? at a
0: bar with somebody and having to like turn and look at them like this. Like I need to be oh. at a table where I'm like
1: sitting Well, sitting I mean, if
2: we're at a bar though, like I would twist and sit, but I right. want to be sitting. I want to be sitting. Yeah, yeah. Um...
1: <laughs> this is so for, complicated <laughs> so why love it. you must be in this position <laughs> <laughs> that's why nobody can get more than one date because it's so complicated it's too much <laughs> well you know what uh, happened to a slice of pizza on a date with a with a soda uh, i mean is there I mean, anything that, that could be that could be
2: like a late that could be a late, late night thing okay. you know okay slice so, of pizza is almost too short you know if it goes yeah. well then you're like oh well now what do we do Another i guess we're gonna get drinks down. yeah um and in terms of food like i think at that point i don't know this one specific place usually it's like i do get invited to a million nice you know a nice places. so I, you know part of my job is like knowing what's hip and trending cool so i i would probably default it out. like i have a you know list of 100 restaurants or whatever that i want to get to oh cool i know this place just opens i really want to try it anyway come come out but it is sort of like a little bit of a test in terms of like what they eat. I think that like, I'm such an adventurous eater. And I mean, literally it's my life. And I think that I enjoy sharing food and having uh, be part of the experience and to go out with someone that is, I could respect Won't restricted. Yeah. yeah, it's like, I can respect restricted if you're like, I'm, listen, vegan's hard, but if you're like, I don't really eat red meat or something right. or I don't eat a little bit, that's like, okay, like whatever, but if you're mm-hmm. just like, I don't like picky. things. Yeah. Yeah. If you're picky, it's like, I yeah, can't it's not deal worth with that. The effort. Yeah. Exactly. Like I want yeah. you to like, be excited about this. Cause like, this is what excites me in life.
0: Right. Yeah. I wonder that too, if a food lover can be with a non-food lover or if it has to be like two people who love to go out and eat or even like cook and try new things. Like,
1: cause you yeah. love to do that.
0: I love to do that. And I feel like I've had relationships where it really was a huge conflict.
2: I mean, even just like, you know, you think about like, if you want to be with this person, like, what does that mean? So like for me too, it's like, Oh, traveling. It's like, well, what do I do when I travel? Like, I want to go run around and eat all the food. Like that's (laughs) the only reason I travel. So like, if they're not even excited about that, it's like, there's going to be all these barriers in a way of like what a relationship is. If you're not on the same page about that.
0: Totally. So what about when you're on like a first, second, third date with someone and you guys are eating dinner, um, I feel like there's a lot of anxiety sometimes about like eating in front of people, especially when you're nervous or like trying to look cute. Um, Are there certain foods where you're like, this is my safe go-to to to order? Like no one's getting like spaghetti with tomato sauce. (laughs) Maybe that could be an issue, you know?
2: (laughs) I think it's more the amount of food. Like I could eat a lot of food, uh, and I'm like, ooh, I don't know, like, if that's like what I want to show off right now. It's like, oh, like, let's go eat sushi. It's like, it's always a question, like how many rolls yes. do you get? You know, it's like, because
0: right. you want, it,
2: like, I'm like, I could eat a lot. Oh, okay, cool. We'll just do that. So split too, split too. I, I usually end up probably eating less food, on it, which is also good. Like, I don't want to stuff my face on a yeah. date anyway. But yeah, there's there's that. And just like the messy thing, like you do overthink it. But I think like, I wouldn't be offended. like, I don't know if like, I took a girl out and she got a bowl of spaghetti got all over her face. I wouldn't think you that's might a like it. Yeah, yeah no, no, that's okay, I got it's funny. Yeah, that's <laughs> I think it's
0: funny. Yeah, especially if she has like no shame around it. You know what I mean? It's like it's right. food who cares? Exactly. Like you're yeah. enjoying yourselves. Have you yeah. had like a disaster dining experience with someone before?
2: Um no, not not really. Uh mostly because as we <laughs> as we keep getting back to because there's very few dates that one. get that get to the dinner portion, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um certainly disaster dates, but not necessarily based around around the food.
0: Yeah. Any disaster date you think could be fun to share?
2: <laughs> sure. This is a little bit of a long one, but it, I'll say this. I think that like men don't end up on a lot of disaster dates because women can hold in their crazy a lot. Like women could hold it in for like a few dates. Men are yeah. lunatics. So I like I could do it, it
0: for like four years.
2: Uh, yeah, exactly. Where men on the first date, if they're a wacko, like they cannot control themselves. So mm-hmm. I think if you ask a woman, what's your cre- like, what's your worst date story? They'll have a hundred. Guys usually have a few. But my worst was I went out with this girl. We had like met years ago because of something. Just like you know, one of those like meet, follow each other on Instagram, forget about it. Yeah. Um. So then we matched on Hinge and we went out. So we went to go get drinks and we get a drink and she's just like mute, like just won't say anything. Just staring off in the distance, not talking. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, listen, I've gone on a lot of dates. I could just talk. I have a lot of stories to tell. This is fine. Who cares? So I'm talking, yeah. talking, 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 blah, blah, blah. and also like try and want to stay on. You never want to like get ahead on drinks with somebody, especially if it doesn't seem like they're having a good time. What's, mm-hmm. why bother her? So I finished my drink. She's like, baby sips her drink. And like talking, talking, talking. Um, she's like, oh, can you like get me a glass of water? Okay, get a glass of water. She's like, I'm like, okay, well, clearly we're on the same page. She doesn't even want to drink anymore. This is like a nowhere date, but who cares? Whatever, yeah, you it know, what's the happen. difference? So whatever, you're like, I continue to talk. She's gonna just drink. like get through the moment. <laughs> and she's like, you want to get the check? I'm like, oh, thank God. So my brain, I'm like, whatever, I'll go home, order food. This right. is going to be great. So I get the check, sign it. She looks at me, she goes, where are we going now? <gasps>
0: oh, no. <laughs> and I
2: was like, oh God, like, is she, like, literally, she's staring off into the distance, not she looking was, at me she the was entire there. time. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, okay. So at this point, I'm like, well, it was like a Thursday Friday, I'm like, I guess I could just go get a drink and then go find my friends or something or who cares. Okay. So I'm like, we could go to this other bar around the corner. Sure. So at this time, I'm like, no more rules. I don't care. I'm just <laughs> drinking. She could sip on whatever she wants to sip on. <laughs> So I'm just like pounding drinks, continues, still talking. My, my voice is literally (laughs) hoarse. So I just stop. I'm like, I've, I can't say any more words. She has nothing to say. I'll just be on my phone. It was like, whatever, what's the difference? So finally we leave at this point. I've had like six drinks to her too, barely. So we leave and she's like. I'm hungry. I was like, oh my God, this Are date's you? not ending, is it? So we, <laughs> she, she was basically mute, but I did remember she said that she liked Shake Shack fries. So we were by Madison Square Park. I was like, oh, we can go to Shake Shack and get fries. She's like, I don't know if I want that. So at this point I had plans to go back to Williamsburg to meet with my friends. Mm-hmm. And I was like, listen, I don't really know what you want, but I'm going to Williamsburg. If you want to go in that direction, you could, there's plenty of food in Williamsburg. Yeah. Okay. So we get in the car. She
1: got in the car?
2: So she got in the car. And immediately she's like, I'm blackout. I was like, what? What do you mean? You're I was like, oh my God. Like now I can't just like dump this girl when I get home. Like, I don't want to dump her on like the street. She's
0: blackout just drunk. drunk. Blackout she- drunk. She didn't drink anything.
1: She had well, one She, like, did to drink she was like very
2: tiny. And she said um, she didn't eat or drink anything all day. I, listen, it still is confusing to me, but whatever. <laughs> and you just, an, I, also, I, I don't know. I, I don't feel like if I'm blackout, I just announce it. Like usually you don't <laughs> know, but anyway. So I'm like, oh my God. This so we story. get back to Williamsburg. So now I'm just like. Uh, well, like, I got like, again, like, I, I'm just gonna leave her. I'm not gonna leave her in a car, I'm gonna leave her in a street.
1: Yeah.
2: So, we like, get some food and get some water. She gets something in her, and like, finally, I'm like, uh, are you like, okay to get home? No, she I'm wants ready. to go
1: to your apartment. Yeah.
2: No, she didn't want, I don't know what she wanted, but finally, I was like, I don't wanna be around you anymore. I just want oh. you to go home and like, be safe and just like. Is that I'm how it see. ended? Yeah. I, I was just like, I finally I was like, are you okay to get home? So, I'll get you an Uber or whatever. She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool.
1: Here's an Uber. I figured she had a plan. Yeah, me too. I think I think she had a plan. Maybe what did she, she want? didn't want to go home. With she you, wanted then, you. She
0: Didn't see like that from you, and then just like, right. gave up. I right. mean,
2: we were clearly not on the same page with <laughs> yeah. anything that night. Well, she so didn't I guess, know that. I guess that wouldn't shock me.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just feel like it's very possible that she did something before and already was like drunk when she arrived.
2: She was zoned out Maybe. right from the beginning. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. but she's, she's already like, out of it. Baby, even oh. then it's like we were out for like three hours at that point. Yeah. Like I, I think don't know.
1: There's no point. It's a bad date. It's <laughs> a <band-aid. laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But, but you I, had, uh, you've you've had that this uh, this winter. You had one like that.
0: Oh, oh, endless. Yeah. It's just so hard when like you want it, you're so clearly like gotta get up early tomorrow Uh where is the chat not drinking that much tonight like how many things can you say to give someone that idea before being like i don't see a connection like let's not waste another four hours like Mm -hmm. um and it just happened this restaurant just was so slow like when the chat, like that was your
2: mistake before going to a restaurant this is why i drink (laughs) in and out we're done Sign the bill you could have that one drink you'd be like i you could just leave at that point too. If, it's, if he's really not getting it, like the middle of dinner to get up is odd. If you just like go to the bathroom and sneak away after two drinks, oh my God, I, I would never, okay. I would
0: never. No, Kimmy's too nice. She's too nice. I would feel so bad. I feel like I would rather get to the altar with someone and then be like, <laughs> sorry, I actually never felt it from day one. Sorry. It's a little late. Um, yeah. I feel like actually I, I, more recently people have asked for dinner first dates. I think it might be like a little bit of an age thing. I've noticed that older guys ask, whereas younger guys, you know why
2: part of it is I think with older guys is they're trying to prove something. So if they think they're competing with younger guys, these, Mm. these guys are like, well, I got money. Mm. Then he'd be like, yeah, I'll take, I'll take you to dinner. Yeah. Oh, what that schmuck would just take you to some sports bar. (laughs) Like, like it, 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 it is that like, I always say too like, I think the bigger the date plans by the guy like the more like insecure he is
1: because
2: mm-hmm. like that's he's trying to like sh- like oh a big oh, I, I don't know what would be we're gonna fly to Toronto <laughs> I don't I don't know yeah. whatever it is it's like mm, you're clearly Smalled like it. worried about something yeah exactly yeah. it's like energy at least yeah. if mm-hmm. not yeah exactly so that's why it's like no just like chill it's it's fine there's nothing to prove
0: right you uh, I you. Feel like- it's a
2: first date you know
0: it depends like also how the girl is going to perceive it because some people might be really turned off by that. And some people might be like, oh, that sounds like a really nice plan. Like, sure. You know? Uh,
2: right. I, I guess. Yes. If you find that girl that is looking for
1: that, then wonderful yeah. works out for you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So now give us your best. I want to hear about your favorite city. Is New York your favorite for food for food? Oh,
2: yeah, about. yeah, yeah. New York's the best. I mean, right. I. the best. I, I go to, I not in the past year because of everything, but I go to LA a lot. LA is amazing just because it's so big and it's so diverse. And it mm. might even be a little bit more my food style just because I like love Asian food. You love Mexican Asian food. Mm. And like this, honestly, it's amazing stuff here, but nothing like LA because it's so much just the, you know, the influx of people coming from, from Asia Mexico and LA is, mm. you know, like nowhere else. Um, so maybe, and it's a little more like uh, you the more like, low key places in LA are really good where it's hard to be a low key place in New York city. Cause it's just too expensive. Like you're never going to be able to have that rent if you're low key.
0: I wanted to hear also a little bit for those who don't know about your weight loss journey. Um, you lost over a hundred pounds, right?
2: Yep. On purpose. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So this is all before I worked in food, which is like the irony in my whole life was like, I was really overweight when I worked in sports and I left, oh. ended up leaving sports and went into food, but having lost the yeah. weight right before going into food. Um, you know, I was always uh, o- overweight growing up forever. There wasn't a time that I don't remember not being overweight. Um, and yeah, I lost a hundred pounds. Like it's hard for me to remember exactly the weight because I, I didn't weigh myself. I just sort of generally remember, but basically, so I'm six, four. And I I weighed through, like I, in my the numbers I use like two ninety, which is like yeah. very obese, basically.
0: No, um, not so bad. I feel like most. Of I the mean, men by max. Yeah. St- <laughs> I think everybody in our hand, our yeah. family is, too,
1: is that way. Yeah.
2: Well. Okay. Uh, it's it's where it is on your body, maybe. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But so yeah, I was just like I was 23, 24. So I was st- I was at the time I was working in WWE. That was my last job in sports TV. I had broken up with that girlfriend. The, um, the one girlfriend. The one girlfriend.
1: I want to make sure I'm getting the story right. This is important. Yeah, it's fine. It's
2: fine. Um, and you know, so I was like in a job that I, I didn't know where I was going. The only relationship had ended very, very badly, and to me, it was just like, okay, what well, I want to change something, and like, what can I take control of to change? And it, it was the weight. I was like, this is something that I know I can do and, and, and I need to do, and it's, there's, I can't blame this on anyone else. If you don't get the job you want, there's a million people you could blame. There's a million things that could happen. If you don't get the girl you want, there's a million things that could happen for you to take control of your weight. Not that weight loss is easy for anybody, but it is something if you work on generally, you'll see some results. So I worked for, I, I always say this, like I worked with a dietitian, my approach to weight loss now, because it's still something I deal with all the time. And it's still something I work ridiculously hard at to maintain and do what I want to do with my body is I always say that like everyone's is completely different and needs completely different things, mm-hmm. which is why I worked with a nutritionist who came up with a diet plan and a workout strategy. And I mean, like I lost 80 pounds within a few months
1: oh my, oh and my I gosh. lost another
2: 20 over a year. And mm-hmm. I always say too, like diets are good to kick off stuff. And then you have to develop your lifestyle. Cause I think like what you see when people lose a lot of weight are two things: either they lose a lot of weight and they're never able to have a good relationship with food again. It was, and I'll admit, like it was terrifying to eat real food again. Because my diet I was on was shakes and bars throughout the day, oh, wow. and then a the most basic chopped salad you'd ever imagine, no dressing, very little anything at night. And I only did that for months.
0: Mm, it's like I'm um, a starvation.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was it's a calorie deficit on top mm-hmm. of working out. Right. So sometimes you do that and you lose the weight and then you can never get back to normal of food, which sucks. I love food. Yeah. It's not healthy mentally or even physically at that point. Two, you see people rubber bands, which is as soon as they're off their diet, they just gain all the way back. I'm like very, very happy that, yeah, I, I I had put back on over the course of a number of years. I put back after losing hundred, I put back on another 20, but now I've since lost that again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but generally I've been able to maintain all of this while still as everyone sees on my Instagram, I still all the food I want to eat, but I I really do eat healthy a lot. I work out every single day. I'm a maniac with it because there is still that fear and that drive and that motivation of like, I I don't want that to be part of what I do. Again, like, again, this isn't healthy for everyone. So I don't want to, I don't, people don't necessarily have to do what I do, but like I weigh myself every single morning and I document it. Uh, It's a scale that says fat percentage, water percentage, blah, 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 blah. Mm Um, just sort of, I like seeing what I do to my body and what, it, and what effect that has the next day. I put on a few pounds today because of this, but Oh, whatever. I know I can lose it because I just know I can do it. So it, it's helpful for me, but it's been able to find that balance, which I think has been really, really critical.
0: Do you have any advice for people who either like eat healthy or on a diet or like to have a balanced diet about not feeling guilty when they do indulge? Cause I have so many friends who like eat totally fine and then they'll beat themselves up for a week because they had a bowl of pasta.
2: Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I think they absolutely just have to have some perspective of like, enjoy food, love food, but have the balance. And if you want to eat that bowl of pasta, like go enjoy that bowl of pasta, but maybe the next day eat something a little healthier. Maybe the next day do this workout or, right. or whatever. And just like, don't make it be consistent. I think like cheat days are kind of silly to me, but like, to me, it's like, I pick which meals I want to indulge in a little bit more, but like my breakfasts are basically always the same every morning. Is super healthy. My lunches are tuna sandwiches or whatever every day. Like they're very healthy throughout the week, and in my dinners, I have to get back on a little bit better of a dinner regimen. But but you know, generally, I have the same. Thing. Time.
0: Like I feel like everyone <laughs> by the end of, by six p.m. You're kind of like I was fine today. I'm gonna have all this. starving. Yeah, exactly. You're starving. <laughs> um, Jeremy, thank you so so much for joining us. This was so fun. Tell our listeners how they can follow you and everything else they need to know.
2: Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's just Jeremy Jacobowitz everywhere now officially i got that name change so uh instagram tick tock and youtube are the main social channels
0: awesome. thank you so much
2: you're terrific
0: i hope you all enjoyed the interview with jeremy it was really fun yeah we really liked
1: him he was he was very very um personable in the and, and and it's a fun job
0: yes so you guys know the drill follow us on instagram at excuse my grandma and on tick tock at my grandma write in your questions you can either dm us do you remember that what that means (laughs) we talk about it literally every episode it's direct message you slide into the (laughs) dm leave us a review five stars and we'll see you next week